Good morning, Vietnam. Good morning. How are you, sir? Buddy, I am fantastic. Football is upon us. It is here! (laughs) Let me just clear the air because I know what you're thinking. Go Pack Go, right? Oh, I was wondering when you were going to bring up the pack attack. Never a dull moment, my man. Never a dull moment. <laughs> oh, you and OJ, buddy, you're both talking about the packs today. Oh, killing it. He, man knows what he's talking about, am I right? <laughs> Absolutely, buddy. Well, I'm excited. I'm excited that we're back doing this. Nick's takes us fired up for a new season. Do you like that, by the way? When I was listening, when I was recording earlier, you know, we just decided that these little hiatuses and stuff, they're not just us being lazy in production and just just not. It's, it's seasons. Come and go. You know, you got to wait a couple months for seasons. Sometimes you have to wait a year for seasons. So, you know, it's, it's a good it's a good uh, it's a good platform change. I think. No, dude, absolutely. I mean, heck, we all waited years for Game of Thrones to come out and it was worth it to see Ari drop the dagger and gut the Night King. I mean, I feel like this is going to be something people are going to be excited. And as the season draws near, they're going to be looking forward to hearing from you. Yeah, absolutely. I hope so. Feeling a little better about it. Season three, a little more experienced things. I think I've really found my uh, radio personality, if you will. And I've got the voice for it. So I'm just, you know, just just learning and growing as we go. You know. Oh, absolutely. And that intro, buddy, is money. Oh, it's pretty good. Yeah, it's pretty good. You know, I've got some guys on the inside who are closet fans of Nick's Ticks who are musically inclined. And so I have something possibly in the works of maybe getting a theme song or something, you know. You you know the guys, but that's for another time. That's for future future Ooh. productions. We'll get there. Yeah, we'll get there. Sounds hot, buddy. Yeah, my guy. So listen, when I got you here. I, I just wanted to let this let the world be known, and by world I mean our eight to ten followers. That uh, I'm not only talking with you know the CEO of his own sports show, Sports with Kyle, which he all of his content comes to me, so that's fine. Appreciate that. But uh, I'm also talking with the league commissioner of our conference center fantasy football league. That's that's a big title to carry, my guy. It is, buddy. I tell you what, every day, it's like the weight of the world. I mean, you got 12 teams fighting it out. There's trades happening all over the place. You got everybody from rookies to professionals. It's tough, man. I'm going to have to get out a little bit. Yeah, that's well, if that's the case, then uh, I'll get the uh, tax evasion forms and all that good stuff written up already. You should probably have them on standby. That's right. We'll make, we'll make copies because I'm sure there'll be repeat events. <laughs> there is a possibility of that. But hey, man, I got to say that uh, deal you made with the youngin, that was beautiful. I yeah, love I, uh, that trade you put in. It's not my fault because uh, the commissioner of the uh, Conference Center League made trades eligible before uh, opening draft day. So technically, you know, you can make trades for picks and stuff like that. So I uh, I don't want to say I took advantage of anybody because I think it worked out for both sides. But let's just say I have uh, two picks, two, three picks in the second round. So it's not a big deal. 
No, absolutely, man. It's definitely growing pains. I'm not sure if I will include that next year, but <laughs> we will see. <laughs> absolutely. I am excited. It's going to be good. I like it because this year, um, I feel like it's going to be, you got, we have a good mix. We got a good mix of people. We've got uh, complete beginners. You know, Jordan's never done it before. Um, a couple other younger guys have never done it before. And then we've got some intermediates who have a little experience, who know football, just not so much the fantasy side. And then you've got uh, two or three guys who are experienced in it. So I, I'm excited that uh, we have a good mix of people because honestly, I, I just, I, as much crap as we talk about winning it and, and all this good stuff, it's a complete toss up. The championship is won off the waiver wire. And the championship is always won by beginners. So congratulations, Jordan, you bastard. Friggin' what? I was going to say, man, I'm sure he's going to sweep us just like he does in poker. Yeah, we'll uh, and we'll be sure to get him on throughout the season, too, so we can pick his brain of who he thinks the next hot waiver wire is. Just, oh, uh, just absolutely. Yeah, pick his brain a little bit. But So we'll move on here a little bit. I, I, yeah, I'm ecstatic to have you. I'm ecstatic to get the show back rolling up. New season, new ticks new football season which is what we're going to do and so staying on the fantasy topic i think we were talking earlier and what i would like to do is i'd like to go just keep it simple we're just going to keep it simple tonight because you know all things fantasy especially when it first starts with preseason can just be absolutely bonkers there's so much information there's stats there's numbers everywhere so i figured tonight we'd keep it simple and we would just give uh our personal top 10 players uh, in fantasy, who we think will be the top 10 players at the end of the year. No position specific, so it can be quarterbacks, it can be kickers. I know I have three kickers in my top 10. I don't know about you. So, I, you know, I think we'll just, uh, we'll, what we'll do is I'll give you my five. You give me your five, first five. We'll take a little break, then we'll check back in and we'll round it out with our bottom five. If that's okay with you, my guy. Oh, buddy, let's do it. I'm fired. I've also got... If we have some time, I've also got three sleeper teams filled out. So I don't know if maybe you just want to, in your notes somewhere, I know you're probably drowning in post-its right now, but if you have a little extra space, maybe on your palms or something like that, fill out three teams that you think would And I think by sleeper, I mean playoff teams, wild card, what have you, just teams that you don't expect, teams that people don't expect to make it, but you just might have the inside word on that. Oh, buddy, you know me so well. I am definitely a doodler. You got me down to a T, and I think I can put three teams together. Okay. All right. Well, that's good. Well, let's take a quick break here. Check back in. We'll get organized. I'll hit you right back, and we'll get into this top five, my guy. Let's do it. All right. I'll talk to you in a bit. Returning back with Nick's Ticks. This is Nick, your host, CEO. I feel like I'm just saying that all of a sudden because I just love the way that title sounds. You know, I and I, I'm sorry, I'm, I'm just being overly, overly dramatic. But anyways, CEO, host, Nick of Nick's Ticks. I'm here with Kyle. Welcome back, brother. Oh, sorry, I was doodling. Welcome. Uh, oh, uh, not welcome, but glad to be here. Of course. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, welcome to have you again. So before we left for break, we decided that we we're going to go over our top 10 personal preferences of these fantasy players. This is strictly fantasy, so, I mean, but I think, you know, the top 10 is probably not far off with this overall players in the NFL as far as fantasy is concerned. So, my guy, since you are the guest, I will let you go ahead 
and give me your five. Go ahead and just let's keep it semi-brief. You know, we don't need to trail off on life stories here, but just go ahead and uh, make a small description as to why. Um, and you know, we'll just we'll just sift through this order here. Okay. And this is going to be in no particular order, but sure. the guys that I see coming out swinging, and I'm just going to get this one off the board first because I feel dirty even saying it. But I think someone that is going to go big is going to be Aaron Rodgers. And the reason reason I think this is, I know how long you have waited to see him matched up with a new coach. I know how long he has probably waited to see himself matched up with a new coach. And he's got a lot of young, fresh talent that are ready to eat yards for this guy. And... I was not expecting A-Rod to come off the board first from you. (laughs) I had to, man. I just, I see a lot of potential there. I think, I think this is going to be a new Packers team that we haven't seen in a long time. So that's going to be number one. Number two is going to have to be Chubb. I love Chubb. I think that the Browns are stacked, but I think Chubb is going to be their man on the ground. And no matter what happens, if OBJ and Jarvis can't do their thing, which I highly doubt, Chubb is going to be eating yards nonstop. And I feel like they are going to be a weapons-heavy offense constantly. They're going to constantly move down the field. And in a PPR league, I do believe that Chubb is going to be the man. Interesting. Right along with Chubb is going to be Saquon, man. And I know there are not a lot of factors when it comes to the Giants. But the way I see it, Eli has stood like a deer in headlights for so long in that pocket and has not gotten killed. If they can guard him for that long, surely they can make a hole for Saquon to squeeze through and be magic like he always is. One would think. I figured Saquon was going to be your number one. Yeah, you would think that. would. Michael Thomas, man, and I have one thing to say about that. No team is going to want a Super Bowl more than the Saints. Very true. After Very last true. year of getting screwed out of the NFC game, I think that man is going to run over everyone to make sure that they get their next shot to go and meet the Patriots yeah. in the Super Bowl. Meet the Patriots, you mother. <laughs> <laughs> And last but not least, just rounding out the random top five is I'm, and I know this isn't going to be major, but I'm going to, I got to go with Goskowski, uh, kicker for New England, man. I don't think a lot of people are putting a lot of value on the fact that he is down to one year deals and this is looking like his last season. And although the Patriots got tons of weapons and everything on the field, I just, I feel like Goskowski is going to add those nice little additional points that people need to kind of kill the overhead. Everybody relies on these big hitters for these 39-point games, and I think Goskowski is going to bring something consistent. You put a kicker on your top... You put the Patriots kicker on your top... You know what? Whatever. It's your world, dog. Interesting, though. That's a good. It's a good take on it, though. I, yeah, honestly, um, so just like a, I'll give away a little, a little tip of mine before I roll into my fantasy five. Um, I actually, no matter what, I tried to draft uh, Justin Tucker, Chris Boswell from Pittsburgh, or Greg Zerline from the Rams because they have like unlimited legs, and I mean, hell, sometimes when they put up fifty-yard kicks, that's that's 
three 50-yard kicks in a game is 15 points. So, I mean, a lot of times your kicker is a lot of unextra, unaccounted for points. So, I mean, I guess it's, it's an unorthodox way to look at it, but I, I can't knock it at all. Oh, no, absolutely, man. Like I said, this is going to be overall top top 10 of what I would pick yeah. for my team. And, you know, like you said, Zerline is an absolute monster. He's going to be the next Venatari Goskowski combined. They call him uh, Legatron. Yes, they do. I dig that. I dig that a lot. <laughs> so let's right. hear your... Yeah, absolutely. Good picks. That was that. Wow. I, you know, A-Rod in that top five. I, I mean, obviously, if we're putting that in position rank, he'll be at the top two. But, you know, moving on. Um, <laughs> okay, so, yeah, here. So, uh, yeah, good little descriptions there. I uh, got my five here. I have my little book. Um, I'll go with the top five. No order. Um, I started to, when I started to fill this out, I kind of put it in order just because... Um, I feel like the little descriptions that I had for him kind of just went with it. But I mean, towards the end, it'll fall off. So you'll you'll see. Okay. So number one, number one, Alvin Kamara. Okay, running back for the Saints. Small description. Mm. Small description. Next to it, little cliff notes. Saints, a top five team again. So like you were saying earlier, they'll be right there at the end of the year again. They'll be down even. They'll be way higher than a wild card. Teams will be coming to the the Superdome once again to play them in the playoffs. I'm fully expecting that to happen. Okay. Number two, Saquon, of course. Of course. Uh, Here's what I have jotted down. I don't know if it's a good thing or a bad thing. Saquon Barkley, only pro bowler on the team. Yeah, absolutely. I don't really, you know, they got rid of some defensive pieces last year. You know what I mean? Everyone else is kind of banged up and stuff. Only Pro Bowler on the team. Okay, you, well, I'll leave that where it is. Still, I'm in the top ten no matter what. Number oh, three, yeah. my guy, personal favorite, Devonte Adams. Number three. I know you love your Devonte. In the Cliff Notes, Devonte Adams, top three player this year. Not receiver, player this year. Devonte Adams, number three for the top three. Okay, number four goes without saying. Number four goes <laughs> without saying <laughs> Julio Jones. Oh, yes. In the cliff notes next to Julio Jones, number four, it says first ballad Hall of Famer. Oh, but, absolutely. I mean, he's just, it's just him and Matty Ice again. So, I mean, like, yeah, it's, of course, it, 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 he's, he's dominant. He's he's one of the top three best players in the league right now and has been for a long time, okay? And my last, my guy, before we take a break, number five, rounding it out, DeAndre Hopkins. Ooh, I like that pick. Houston Texans. The little cliff note next to him, DeAndre keeps getting better. He has made, uh, last year, there were several highlights. He caught one ball off his hamstring. He caught one ball off another guy's hamstring. I don't even know how you figured that out. He just keeps getting better. And he has been so good for the six, maybe not even six years he's been in the league. For how long he's, however long he's been in the year league, he's been so good. that up until, I think, two years ago, he's finally gotten a quarterback that can put that ball out there to him. And the Houston's are, once again, a playoff team. You know, I think they're a wild card team with Deshaun Watson at quarterback. DeAndre Hopkins is one of my favorite players. 
Oh, absolutely, dude. Especially like you said, he get him being paired with Watson. I mean, he is such an underrated quarterback. I'm glad to see that he was in the top four um, on fantasy. Yeah, absolutely. He'll still be. I mean, I think that really with yeah, we'll get into it later. But with the Antonio Brown situation and stuff, all those guys' stock is going to shoot right up even more. So, um, but yeah, I mean, like since we got back up, let's just go right into these five. We got time. So that was my five. Uh, go ahead and fire off your your six. Go ahead, go ahead, man. Okay, yeah, dude, absolutely, absolutely. So, um, so for the first of the second round of these, I have to go with Edelman with Gronk mm. with Gronk being out, and we got all these deep threats in New England. I feel like Edelman's going to be the prime target between yeah. him and James White. They have always been the clutch players at the right times with Brady, and now that we got a run game. I just see that being dominant, and I just yeah. don't see them stopping it. The second is going to be Odell Beckham Jr. Mm. I love, uh, I love his motivation. I love how much he sunk himself in with the Browns, and now that he's in a place where he's happy, he's going to always be a diva. But yeah. he's a highly talented diva, yep. and I think he's going to produce over there. I really do. I, like uh, it. I would say, yep, amen, and I would say. Somebody that's going to be underutilized, and he may not be a top pick, but a mid-tier pick, and the top 10 that I think people should look at is Mark Ingram. I think that he is going to be explosive on his own. He's never gotten the full workload entirely. He's been sharing with Kamara for a while, and I think him paired with that beautiful QB over in Ravens country, I think that I think he's going to eat yards. I really do. Yeah, that's a promising team over there. That's for sure. They definitely made the moves that they thought necessary for that for Lamar Jackson over there to turn that team into a power run scheme. That's for sure. Absolutely. And then what are we at here? That that was four, right? Yeah. Okay. So my fifth one, and this is going to be a little bit iffy, and I'm going to give my reasons why. I am going to say, depending on the next couple of weeks, I am going to say Ezekiel Elliott. Yeah. There's a lot yeah. of issues in Dallas right now. I think that they're absolutely insane for offering Dak 30 million. The fact that he turned it down was insane. And I just, I'll be honest, man. I just, I don't know how Dallas is going to shake up this year because I would be a little pissed if I was Zeke. And, but if they can come together and they can get things right, I think it could be really good. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, and I'll, and like even even with Dak and, and whatever, I mean, Zeke last year, even though they kind of had like a quiet year or whatever, like Zeke was still all purpose yards, like top five. I mean, like running, receiving, so he can do it all as long as he's on the field, man. Like he, that's why I think this Dallas situation is just, it's so screwed up because you need Zeke more than you need Dak. But society and the league nowadays says you must pay your quarterback first. So that's why I think that, and I know I don't, I love it because I'm not a fan of Dallas. I don't like Jerry Jones at all. So I love that he's going with, going through money problems. Mm -hmm. Oh no, dude, absolutely. And I mean, like you said, it's, everybody feels like they got to pay, pay out the nose for the quarterback. And that's true if they want to, but the quarterback should at least be worth it. Yeah, I agree. I absolutely agree. I, uh, all right, we're going on five minutes here. The last time this little app kicked me off at five minutes, but I'm going to go ahead and just continue on with my final five, okay? Okay, let's hear him. All right, leaving off, number six, I think goes without saying, he's kind of surprising. That This is another guy that I kind of put in my, in order. Number six, kind of lower, bottom half of the 10, just because it, I've just, it's unproven. Um, Christian McCaffrey. 
He is Ooh. ranked high. I know he's ranked high on our draft boards and stuff like that. Um, he's talented. He's absolutely can do it all. I mean, he's ridiculously athletic. So next to his little cliff note, it says set for a huge year. Uh, I don't really know what that means. You know what I mean? He could the next great receiver slash running back. But, you know, I just we just don't know what Carolina is going to do. Don't know what Cam right. Newton's going to do. So I just kind of wanted to put him lower mid-level because, I mean, it's, they're all projections at this point. We really don't know. I mean, I know he's had a good offseason. He put on some good weight and stuff like that. But Carolina itself, everything relies on Cam. So it's kind of hit or miss. You know, Cam is a little bit hit or miss. But moving on, number seven. Uh, I, I, I have all the confidence in number seven. Just if things can get put together and health can stay out of the reason. Number seven is Le'Veon Bell. Uh, I think Le'Veon belongs in everybody's top 10, no matter what. If he's healthy, uh, no problems. If he's set to play and start, I think he belongs in the top 10. Overall production, everything like that, Le'Veon. His cliff note says, will he get back to the old Le'Veon Bell? New team, old Le'Veon is kind of what I'm going. Just if anybody who's used to watch him in his second, third year in Pittsburgh just knows the dude was just nothing short of a Walter Payton-esque type player. So huge things. I'm expecting huge things from him, actually. Number eight, Odell. Odell Beckham Jr. on the eighth. I think kind of like what you were saying, the man is too talented. And he's, I mean, it's honestly, it's, he's too passionate to be quieted all game, to be shut out all game. I just think that. I think he's just... He just got a lot of passion to win, and, and I just think that Odell belongs in the top 10 for sure. My little side note is new team, same ODB. So even though it's a new team, it's a new facelift, everything like that, he has, I would say, a better quarterback behind center now. Uh, mm-hmm. That quarterback is very young, competitive, and knows what Odell is capable of, and so he's going to be looking for Odell every chance that he gets to throw that ball in the air. I completely believe that. So Odell, number eight, number nine, my personal favorite and sleeper. I don't know why I don't why he's a sleeper. Number nine is David Johnson, Arizona Cardinals running back, starting running back. Th- two, he had a he broke a wrist, I think a year and a half ago, whatever. Before that, my guy, he was just ridiculous, like he just unbelievable, and that was with a very old Carson Palmer with the Arizona Cardinals before Kyler Murray got there, before they gave this offense a new facelift where they're going to become run, run efficient with Kyler being a little short statured, quick guy. So I think David Johnson. Is I put him low because he's ranked low, but I, yeah, my my note next to him is possible MVP candidate. I think that highly of him this year in this new offense. I, I really do. Number ten, okay. My last one, my guy. Number ten, Michael Thomas, New Orleans yes. Saints. He has to be there. Here's 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 solely not to mention that he is just talented, and in the playoffs last year, he made some of the most toughest plays I've ever watched since I've been watching since I've been watching football. Michael Thomas, big time money, big time receiver. Most definitely. Oh, absolutely. And I don't think I've ever seen a quarterback wide receiver combo yeah. that has been quite in tuned as them either. What's awesome is it's an aging Drew Brees, but Drew Brees just has not taken a step off. He has not fallen off. He still zips that ball in there in those tight pockets and my it's just coming into like his most prime years and I think it's just perfect I, I mean I would absolutely love for the Saints to make another Super Bowl and honestly win it I, I just I love Drew Brees so so much like and I, I Michael Thomas is nothing short of elite any right now anyways I can't wait for their season they're set for another yeah Saints are set for another huge year I really do think that 
Oh, definitely. Any Saints fan should be more than ecstatic to see what this year brings. Yeah. yeah. Well, wow. Then we just we just rolled through the top ten, my guy. We did, man. And you know what's funny? Neither one of our lists included anybody from the Chiefs or the Rams, yeah. which were supposedly supposed to steamroll yep. everyone last I, year. Uh, I just think that I'm not 100% sure on Patty Mahomes. I mean, like, I think that the Chiefs will be good. I just, you know, I just, I want to see first. And the Rams, I don't like Jared Goff. So <laughs> I just think that without, right. without a healthy girly or anything like that, I just think the team slowly starts to crumble and it's left with their defense and the defense can only stay on for so long. Agreed. 100% agreed. Absolutely. Real quick, my guy, we're at the 10 minute mark. Let's shut this bad boy down. I think it was a successful show. Let me get your three sleepers real quick. Absolutely. So my three sleepers first, and it's not necessarily a sleeper, is going to be the Colts providing everything goes right health wise with luck. Yeah, because he's been having some things on Bleacher Report yeah, lately. He's out. He'll sit Number out. two, He'll sit out the entire preseason with that ankle injury. Absolutely. Number two, I have to give it, and I don't know what who will agree, but is the Jaguars. The Jaguars held on a bit last year with Bortles at the helm. I thoroughly believe in uh, their new QB over there, which his name has eluded me right now. It's another moment. That's right, Nick Foles. And I believe that he is going to show Philadelphia why they were absolutely insane to get rid of the man. And number three is... I believe in the Baltimore Ravens. I believe in Lamar Jackson and Ingram. Yeah, playoff team last year, wild card last year, made beat the Chargers, didn't they? It was a great game. It was an excellent game. Yeah. Chargers. It was, yeah, it was a great game. I dig it. All right, let me give you my three here real fast. Number one, San Francisco. Jimmy G, Jarek McKinnon, they had just have pieces. If everybody could stay healthy, I think that they could very least be a wild card team. Very unproven, though. I just think that they could very easily got good, good pieces on the defense and have been adding to that defense for the last four years. So San Francisco is my one. Yeah, I'd love to see it. Number two, my fella. Exitville Jaguars. (laughs) (laughs) Primed and ready for a deep playoff run. Hell yeah. (laughs) That's all I wanted to say. <laughs> Seriously though, the it's a huge upgrade in Nick Foles. Uh, the receivers are still all there. Out the uh, I can't even remember his name. Dang it, it escapes me now. It's a really cool name. Congratulations to that guy. <laughs> if Leonard Ford <laughs> stay healthy, we're all rattled here. We gotta get off. <laughs> <laughs> if Leonard Fournette can figure his garbage out, he has yet to stay healthy. Yet to have like a good season, even like half a season. I still think that Leonard Fournette is the meat house that he is. So if he could stay healthy, Jacksonville's right in there in the playoffs, no problem. My oh, last, 100%. thank you, my pleasure. My last sleeper. <laughs> if everything works out, because technically, last year they 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 were they were kind of like on the bend. So this year. They should take a step further now, especially with the pieces added. You'll see why. My third sleeper, the New York Jets. Oh, gross. Can't do it. Cannot do it. I know it, but they have a good defense. And with adding Le'Veon, and I think if Le'Veon can get it figured out, that team is so good 
with Le'Veon on it if he is willing to play and everything because I really think someone that people are not talking about I guess is because he's not a rookie Sam Darnold is having a hell of a preseason I guess and a training camp and everything like he looks stellar from what I'm hearing Oh, that would be nice, dude, because I felt like he really had a raw deal last year. I mean, he came in and they expected great things from someone that was surrounded by no one. Yeah, I mean, he even played okay. Like, he's got a huge arm, huge arm. And he's got to, I mean, he's got to, his name's like Quincy Anuma or whatever. He's a, he's a really good receiver. He hurt his neck last year. But then they've got Robbie Anderson and Roby Anderson, who's an absolute speed demon, who I had double-digit touchdowns last year, I'm pretty sure. Right. Um, so, yeah, I just think that they can put that together. The defense, another one of those teams, a big run, a deep run, and then they've, if those offensive pieces can get to come together, man, uh, look out for the Jets. I, I mean, I think Jets could easily challenge Patriots for one and two, honestly. I would be happy to welcome the challenge, man. Yeah. It's always a decent game, if you think about it. Jets and Patriots always play decent games. They're just such a gritty defense. That is true. That is very true. I'm excited to see Le'Veon matched up against uh, Brady, see what they happen. Yeah, it's in different different divisions. It's going to be different. I just think that, yeah, if Le'Veon can come back and it's not missing a step, and thank God he's not being a diva like Antonio is, but um, you just never know with Le'Veon. That's very true. Well, tonight was fun, guys. This was awesome. I mean, I feel like I, I'll, I will apologize right now if the quality is a little sketchy. You know, the studio's not quite uh, debugged yet for interference and stuff, so we're just getting a lot of lot of lot of jam traffic from walkie-talkie radios and police signals and stuff. You know, so it's just it's a lot of technicalities that goes into running your own show, and you know, sometimes it's just the price you pay for being famous. Well, you got to fire that Sean guy eventually, buddy. He's never around. <laughs> trash. I don't even know what I pay him for. Do we pay him? I don't know. <laughs> but nonetheless, this was awesome. This is the first of many. It's finally back. Nick's Ticks is back. Football's back. Do we just need that little push to fire things back up? Brand new evening episode of the new season. I feel good about it. You feel good about it? I feel phenomenal about it, buddy. And now I can go home with all this weight off my chest. And you know that, I, yeah. So I'm just—it's like a good vent sesh, if nothing else. Shout out to our eight followers. Thanks, mom. And you know, you know, I listen to this twice, so get a play that way too. But you know, shout out to all our followers. Thanks everybody for tuning in and who's gonna listen to it. I'll post this, get this all cleaned up as best I can, and I'll post it out there. Kyle, thanks again, brother. I'll talk to you tomorrow, or just three minutes get on broadcast. And I uh, love you. I'll talk to you guys soon. Thanks, buddy. Later.